All right, well, should we start with the ghost of Banathal say? Yes, but what we should really start with is a recap, because it's been, what, a month and a half? I am with Chris somewhere. (laughs) I like that. Good detail. I think I know what happened to me. Vaguely. Colin is dead. I fell down the So it's cool. Until they just go away. Don't they just use up their powers? Well, Nellid made it sound like it would be cool to be a ghost, but all that happens is you just stress out about getting turned back into a human again. It would suck for you or I to be a ghost, but Colin, if we can somehow, like, hook him up to a humor bath, might be able to make some transfers or something. I don't know. But Colin can make it work, I think. Okay. I don't remember the ghost moves. To what were you doing in the tunnels? Had you shaken? Well, I fell down this pit below the tunnels. And so, like, uh, I met this weird guy. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Nellid? Do you remember his uh, name? Do I remember his name? I don't know. I think I named him, though, because he didn't really have a name. And he's like, what do you want to call me? And I probably came that up with something really weird. He was a weird guy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, you called him Nemo. Oh, that's nice. That's convenient. Okay. Not actually very weird. So then... All things considered. He uh, cut off my legs because they were broken somehow magically. And then I let him, after freaking out, I let him have them to like eat if he wants in his soup. But um, we, I like somehow managed to make a wheelchair out of like a power wheels thing. And we went to go find the plasma, plasmid, plasmic stuff, plasmas. And then I suggested that he go back and like rustle up some stuff so that we can like harvest it by sending a bucket down. So he went back to get all that while I waited on my wheelchair by the edge in the darkness. And then I saw like a sort of vague light moving around. I thought it might be the Link Boy, so I shouted out. There's a Link Boy fell into the pit with me, by the way, and then he disappeared. But then at the very end, it was a cliffhanger. Like this person or thing that had this light approached me, and it became clear it was not the Link Boy. And then I didn't find out what it was. But it's really it's a nice thing, and it is going to help me. Yeah, that's probably true. And last time, Colin was killed by a demon on the roof, or no, inside of the. Bob's Big Boomers. Yeah. And he attempted to do a humor transfer, but becoming tangible cost him a, a yellow bile, so it didn't really net anything. No, he got two biles. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, one yellow and one black. Oh, yeah, I've forgotten about the black. Which made him feel weird when he did that. It made him feel sick, but also powerful. And yeah, so Colin can spend humors to be tangible, impart knowledge, probably some other stuff. Inspire terror. Slaughter people. Commit violence. That's going to be used at some point, I'm assured. Oh, yeah. Well, he already used it to kill the demon, Luther. Colin killed Luther, yeah. And he heard a voice that said, that was his mother's voice, that said, Ban, oh, Ban, please come home. I need you. There's a price that has come due. Colin, does your ghost click? At least he's not a yelly ghost like Elatas, who I still owe. The murder of, um, can't remember his name, Lucille, maybe? Uh, yeah, that was it. So, Panerthal say, 
goes to the tower of sickle factor. Normally you would have to go somewhere, but ghosts can't make the go somewhere move, so you know. Colin says, y'all should try this new plan. Simi means try being a ghost. So you don't have to make the go somewhere move. I guess maybe if I get up to waxing for all of them, <laughs> I don't know, going back with a little would suck. Or it's like with your humors in poor positions. You should cash all your humor slider advances by getting a player advance. That's what I think. Just all of you in general. Whether you're going to be a ghost or not. Alright, so Ban, you you float across the city to the tower of Sick Colfactum. And are you going, are you like going to his office or where are you going? To his office. Sick, did you leave the door open? Not the outer door, but the secret door. No. Okay. Well, maybe my people all return safely and then are there. That would be kind of nice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, let's hope. They were um, mapping it, so they should know their way back. One of those statements is true. They def the map is accurate, though, based on something. So if they follow, it's up to them to be able to follow it. But the map is accurate based on like some skill I did in the tunnel. Okay, that sounds. I wrote this down. Believable. Good. All right. I don't remember, but I guess it is. Your word for it, but there's a whole. There's also like a whole. Like no, the tuttle moves for for not knowing where you are, and which, it is a, a dangerous. For whatever journey. reason, I would assume having a map does not like nullify that. But that's also a player move, not a NPC acting in between scenes move. So I don't There's know how a, that, that I is. See, like maybe I just made this up, but I recall seeing a move that said something like um, NPCs when they have to go somewhere they use. They go somewhere like ghosts go places? Mm, no. Okay. No, okay. there are no moves that NPCs do. Pretty sure about that. Nice try. Who was with you anyway? Let's see. It was um, it was Isabella. It was Phylum. It was the three grad students. Yeah, Herons, Tret, and Bartholomew. And points out that he has a reputation for being hard to kill. Oh. Mm. Well, So now late. you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> can't kill a ghost I mean are you sure about that I guess if you like yeah reversed the the humor process and just drained all his humors out of him juice him does anyone else know whether he was on that expedition the grad students some weird schlocky guy I don't know yeah, was... I don't think there's anyone else there was that one what happened to that one girl that's Isabella. Isabella Isabella yeah you know? I thought they were uh, two or... grad students Oh, there's three. So it's a total of five of them, plus me. Terrence, Tret, and Bartholomew. Yeah. Well, they're undergrads, actually. They're not grad students. No. I wrote down, he invites everyone into the secret room. Terrence, Tret, and Bartholomew. I didn't say anything about who they are. I guess I assumed I'd remember. Maybe they're great warriors. Pig Baxter, you're supposed to fight sin and virtue. Don't forget. They have only one shoe between them. No, they have only one pair of shoes between them. Okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. Sorry, Colin. This is all tangentially relevant at best. But now it's going to be more relevant because you you waft your way in through the wall of the tower and into Sick Colfactum's office. And there is a door open. There is a secret door. Where Was your secret door like in a bookshelf or what was – how was it secret? Or was it just a door that nobody opened? Bookshelf. 
I think it was a bookshelf. But I'll go with under a bathtub also. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a, a bathtub in your office? Who doesn't? I, I think if I, I had did an office, bookshelf. I'd want a bathtub. Uh, okay, we'll go with bookshelf. That sounds reasonably likely. I don't remember. Um, so, so yeah, so Ben, you see the bookshelf hanging open, and there is somebody lying there on the floor, crawling out through this mysterious room that is on the other side of the bookshelf. And it is a woman. You just go right into the room, ignoring her. She looks not well. There is some blood. No, my undergrads are dead. He says he watches her. She looks like she's at the very limits of her strength, but she's crawling slowly out of the secret room and into the office, and then she just sort of collapses. Now she's just lying there, bleeding and breathing in agony breaths. It's like uh, she's got some kind of a nasty wound in her side and back. Yeah, everything costs humors. Kind of like high cost of living, except it's more like a high cost of being dead. He says, sorry, woman, you go into the secret chamber. And there is a pretty distinct uh, trail of blood leading across the floor to a hatch that's open in the floor. Okay, he says he looks around a bit, then goes in. Sick, remind me what's in this room. There's a table, I know that much. There's usually Udis, but not currently. Yeah, there's bookshelf all around, and a nice rug on the ground and a reading chair with a lamp and a side table and then like a big table that has lots of open books on it that Udus is reading usually. And then there's um, cabinets, lots of cabinets that have various items in them. And a in the center is like a raised platform, the purpose of which I will not reveal but there's like a wooden railing around it. It's about um, shoulder, my shoulder high. There's a little wooden ladder leading up. And a big chandelier. And a skylight. Colin, you better save her life because oh, you can't stand, <laughs> can you? <laughs> he says he stands on the platform. He says float. <laughs> I wouldn't assume that anything in particular happens. I don't, yeah, there's no, nothing that would happen, I don't think. I mean, it's just like a platform. It's a wooden, wooden floor. Do you float into the floor near the hatch, or do you float into the floor just... Does he mean the floor of the raised of platform? Of the platform, oh, okay. Sick, is there something down there? Yeah, there's a cavity in the platform, like a hollowed area, because it's the platform that has, like, walls on the sides, and it's wooden. And then it's just... A shaft that goes down about one floor, and at the bottom of the shaft, it's not lit. I don't know if ghosts can see. They can glow, can't they? No, that was the last campaign. Well, anyway, I guess I'll just... There's lots of pieces of paper down at the bottom, like, as if they've been dropped down there, maybe through the cracks in the floor. Um, it's all in the recursive notation. I don't know if you can read that. It says can't. Not bloody Dang likely. It. Yeah. But there, yeah, I guess and there's dark. a yeah. there's a small door down there, floor level though, but it's kind of blocked by this pile of paper. He says he flips through that too. Ghosts <laughs> are insane. Can't blame him there. Well, I guess then you're in my bedroom. <laughs> um, the door, like 
opens up into the back of my closet. So then I guess you are in my closet and then you're in my bedroom. He says he goes back to the woman. She is not dead, but she is not in good shape. Um, She probably will die if somebody doesn't find her here. He says, oh, well. He says he goes down to the undertunnels. Wait, did you say Isabella is dead? No. Um, I said she probably will die if somebody doesn't find her here. And Ben decided not to do anything about that. Which he is well within his right to do, or not do, as the case may be. I wish you could make the Faldo Tunnel moves, because I like them, and I want to get as much use out of them as possible. But you're a ghost, so you can't really drop this discard yellow vial. I mean, I guess you could make... You wouldn't make that one, you'd make this one. And you don't need to drop this discard for that one. But nevertheless, you're a ghost, so you won't. So you find yourself in... Go check out the Cistern of Zook in the tunnel with the Faldo on the floor. Have you been in one of these tunnels before, or was that just um, Oyster? Or that... No, that was Oyster the first time. Yeah, I didn't think you had. The blood continues. So you follow the blood through the tunnels, and you come to a place where... You come to a place where there are signs of a battle. There's more blood... There are... Are there bodies? There might be bodies. Yeah, there's a couple of bodies. You don't know who these people are, though. They're dressed in, like, documented district fashion. Undergraduate robes? But you don't recognize them. Maybe not. And by bodies, you mean pigs, right? No. God dang it. Um, Although there are some, some cloven hoof prints in the blood. And you also hear, have they been drained? Have they been drained? That's an important question. No, they have not been drained. So, But there's two more things that you notice. And one of them is that there are voices in of a shouty, panicky variety off in one direction down the tunnels. And the other thing you notice is that there are footsteps coming closer to this chamber from another direction down the tunnels. So you find this dude, and he's just running and screaming in a blind panic down the tunnels. You can keep up with him pretty easily because you're a ghost. So He looks a little bit bloodied and terrified and documentary. It doesn't look to be a documentary to you, although I don't know how well you'd... I don't know if you'd know, actually. Would you know? Does he look like the dead and the dying? Sick. Do the documenters have like some kind of uniform or yeah, anything that makes them really recognizable? They wear black suits, and they actually they I don't can't think of anything. But I guess maybe there's a lot of aprons and glasses with multiple lenses that have like can be flipped into place. Maybe Colin would know about that. Well, wait. Are we talking? Sorry. Are we talking about documenters or people in the documented district? I wasn't fully paying attention. Because if uh, you're talking about documenters, documenters they, in particular, yeah, yeah, they have a, they have like an out like a uniform that involves a white um, apron, almost like a cook's apron, but it's covered in like ink stains. And then okay. the front the front pouch has tons of notes and paper in it. Uh, sometimes they have like portable writing, like a 
sort of a necklace that hangs down with like a wooden writing desk that sort of props up on her belly. Yeah, they're pretty obvious to identify, especially if you've seen me, because I'm usually surrounded by them. Uh, so this is not a document, is what you perceive. Oh, that couldn't have been Isabella because you left her with um, shoot. Well, I mean, I guess it could have. But she wasn't down in the tunnels anymore. She was with the wind. Oh my god, you're right. Mm. I forgot about that. Does that mean it's still Isabella for some strange reason? Or can should we retcon that and say it was a guy? We should retcon it. I think we should retcon it, yeah. So yeah, Van, you did not see a woman, you saw a man. Well, in that case, he goes and saves his life. <laughs> And yes, he is totally panicked. Does it seem like he does not know where he is in terms of what? Like, it seems like he's running pretty randomly, so he's probably lost. Useless. Yeah, maybe. I go back to the bodies. Okay, you go back to the bodies. The bodies are not there anymore. You go in the direction you heard the footsteps. So you go in that direction for a while. You think you can hear footsteps in the distance. But even as a ghost, it's pretty confusing down here. All the sounds are echoing weirdly. I think as a ghost, everything seems a little detached anyway. So it requires, like, not a ton of concentration, but just a little bit of effort just to, like, perceive the world around you to begin with. But you are able to follow them as far as you can tell. And then you hear more shouts coming from up ahead, and it sounds like these shouts are coming from where the footsteps were coming from. And you come around the bend, and what you see is there is a pair of demons who are carrying the bodies, and there are a pair of humans. And they are cowering on the ground. One of, well, one of them is cowering on the ground next to a staircase, like a wrought iron staircase that sort of curves up and around into the ceiling. There's a pit in the ground nearby. And next to the staircase, there's just one human who's sort of like cowering and cringing in fear. And then the other human is kind of like lying in their lap or something covered in injuries. And the first demon is trying to sort of protect them from the demons who are looking very menacing at these two humans. The humans are also wearing the uh, the, the documented district garb. The wounded one is a documenter. And the other one isn't. Uh, so the non-injured human is going like, please, no, please. Please, he's 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 sobbing, and the demons sort of look at each other and then back at him, and then one of them reaches down and grabs the injured human and tries to pull him away. And the the crying the crying guy like grabs the injured guy and tries to hold on to him, but it's obvious this is going to work because he can't. The demons are way stronger than him. The other demon like comes around and grabs him by the shoulders, and the first demon pulls the the injured guy roughly out of his grasp, slings the injured guy onto his back, 
and then the first demon says, uh, what happened here? And the guy, he's just crying and going, please, no, please, please, please. The demon sort of kicks him a little bit. Tell me what happened here. He's going, no, no, no. The demon says, uh, this is not useful to me. Why are you useless? Are the demon's blue star? No. So the demon, the other demon, grabs this guy and starts to drag him away. He starts shouting, Sick! Sick! I'm so sorry! I waited for you! We waited for you! We tried to wait for you! I'm sorry! It seems like he's shouting back at the pit in the ground. But the demon is, is dragging him away. I know. Who is that? The document or the other person? The other person. The documenter is the one who was completely... Uh, no! I think the flag got... It. Okay. The flag fell down the hole with me. I threw it down there <laughs> before I went down. Wait. Do you remember that? Why didn't you want me to say it? Oh, uh, what? You were just going to say it. What don't you want me to say? Whatever. The fate of the documenter. Oh. Yeah, we don't know. But he didn't look at all well. But yeah, you definitely threw the flag down the pit. And looks down the pit. Um, It's dark. I don't think ghosts can see in the dark. Well, why not? Can, can ghosts see in the dark? Ghosts are weird. Maybe ghosts can see in the dark. I think maybe ghosts can see in the dark. Why not? So yeah, you see a dark expanse of the ground that lies many meters away. Somewhere I wrote down the number. You float down. Okay. So you're floating down, and it's a surprisingly long journey because this pit is very deep. 70 meters down. So you float down 70 meters just into this sort of gray, sandy expanse underneath a, a cavernous ceiling. And in the distance around you, in the ground, you can see these like ravines from which a blue glow is coming. And there is also a small hut. And there is also a puddle of what you actually would recognize since you've seen it before, a puddle of demon gore right underneath the hole. You're floating straight down towards, assuming you don't change your trajectory. We're currently following the misadventures of Bannerthal say as opposed to the misadventures of someone else. I only have adventures, no misadventures. <laughs> oh, yeah, the flag. Uh, I guess the flag is lying nearby. Is that sick? Where did you throw the flag? It just would have gone straight down, right? So, yeah, you find the flag. But I guess, yeah. Didn't you throw, like, a spear down here, too, or something? Yes, the flag is the flag on the spear? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. It'd be super cool if it landed... Like so, sticking up. Footprints. Um, I don't know if footprints are really very visible in this. Uh, what about wheel prints? I guess wheel prints might be. Yes. Yeah, Why sure. What the? Why me? the heck not? You find wheel prints <laughs> uh, that appear to come up to the pile of gore and then stop there for a little while and then like reverse and change direction. 
Um, I guess it's hard to tell which direction they started in and which one they're going to. So which direction do you follow them in? I mean, I don't even know how, I don't know what difference you would be able to see. Well, so it's a tricycle, I think, right? Yeah. So like, it's, I guess, looks weird. You look for a turn. What do you mean a turn? Like? In the track. Okay. He says, where the wheels turn, he thinks about it real hard. Thinking about it, too. Would this actually help you? Would this tell you which way is forward and which way is backward? I don't know. I guess it depends on whether the middle wheel is in front or in back. Which we know it's in front, but I don't know if you know that, if you see what I mean. No, it's in back. Oh, it is? Is it in back? It's in back. I'm like sitting it back. on it with the two wheels forward and then my arms back powering the Yeah, that's one. right. So actually, so it looks like someone's it. riding a tricycle around in reverse. So if you follow it based on that assumption, then I guess following the tracks will take you to the height. My legs. You can eat my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, sick, there was that moment when you were at the canyon when you happened to glance over at Nemo. As you've dubbed him, yeah, he, and he had just like a really like a hungry, hungry, yeah. But he left just so. for a split second. Anyway, so Ban, you, um, so you're following them in that direction. Then is that correct? Yes. Okay. So as you're following them, you see this guy approaching in the distance, and he appears to be carrying a bucket. And you see the hut is behind him. Okay, so you're going to turn around and follow him and abandon the hut. All right. In that case. We'd better switch focus to sick, but actually, before we do that, I would like to switch focus to Baxter and Holster. Oh my god. Guys, you know how I normally don't High know time. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm right this there with time, you, Chris. Neither does Baxter, yeah. <laughs> what? No one knows what's going it's on. It's been so I don't long. Think good. I can remind you where you were, because I remember. You were together. Oh yeah, Oyster. You have a new beginning of session move, too. Okay. As I recall, that you should make right now. Oh, I have to make it. Oh, Christ. If, if I remember what's happening, I win. It's written on your character sheet. Oh, uh, make the move, not make up one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, how is my cosmic mustache growing in? So you've got sort of prickly layer of fuzz. It looks sparkly. I don't know if you can tell that because you need a mirror, but maybe you can sort of see little tiny little sparks of fluorescence out of the corner of your eye under your nose. Do we have any other while we're at it beginning? I don't think we do because Baxter already has his um, fight all set up. And technically there's a Abadez's next party move, but I've been completely neglecting that for a while now. So whatever. Kind of feel like there's enough other stuff going on. Okay, so the two of you are standing next to a sort of recessed plaza, is it? Yeah, so there's like a slightly sunken plaza that was in your path while you were on your way to somewhere. You were on your way to... Actually, just while you were on your way back to Oyster's Place with Baxter. Baxter, you have new armor. And it's sick. Yeah, I spent a fortune on it. And Oyster, you have Peter Wamps for Baxter, but they're back at your apartment, which is where you were going. Anyway, so there's what? a... Heat lamps? Pewter lamps. Why do I have those? Because you took them from the ritual that got you the cosmic mustache. I gave you oh, a yeah. 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 Baxter wants them. 
I remember this very, very, very vaguely. <laughs> um, anyway, so you reach this recessed plaza, and the reason you stop here is because the entire plaza is flooded with blood. You notice- there, does it have an obvious source? Um, Do I have a cosmic bloody nose, for example? <laughs> no. Is the source obvious? I think there there's a current. There's a discernible current towards the... So you're headed from Baxter's condo to Oyster's apartment. It's passed under the stairs, and you've come to this plaza, and there is a current headed sort of to the northeast. Maybe just the north. It goes behind some buildings. You can't really see the source of it. You also notice two demons standing nearby. And they're looking at this plaza. And those of you who are Baxter, they look like they're... Elated? No. Actually, they look like they're worried. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I don't think I've seen that before. And they're kind of muttering to each other about something. What kind of street... Or it's a plaza. Is there any, like... Yeah, like a big, wide, open... Just buildings around the periphery. Any buildings of note on the plaza? Um, I don't know. What's a building of note? One with blood gushing out the door. (laughs) Uh, A florist, maybe? No. No, this isn't really the right section of town for florists. What is? (laughs) One of those weird death cults? It's just this one, like, plaza, right? It's not like... It wasn't like... Is it a pure contained, I guess is what I'm saying? Well, yes. It must be going somewhere, but plugs <laughs> don't usually have run out. I mean, you haven't been here for very long. If you want to stick around, you can find out if the no, no, I'm good. is rising. But it hasn't overflowed the bounds of the plaza yet. Let us say that. Uh, are there any, like, people, like shopkeeps or passersby? Uh, there are a few other people who are sort of standing around the edges of the plaza and staring at it in bafflement. Some of them have blood on their shoes or boots. And they're less looking baffled and more looking kind of furious. So one of them's got like a white cotton bathrobe on and nothing else. And the whole bottom of the bathrobe is just like soaked with blood. And they look very unhappy. I say to Baxter, well, we could go around, I suppose. Simply there's other streets we could take. This one appears to be blocked. Yeah, blood is really hard to get out of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really know what else to do. Uh, the demons look worried. Right. That's not a good sign. We could talk to them, but that probably wouldn't do anything productive for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could try. Yo, demons, what's with all the blood? So you're going to walk up to them? Yeah, you're the demon expert. Yeah, I'll walk up to them and be like... Lovely weather we're having. Um, and Baxter, are you following or standing uh, back, doing something else? I'll be like a step back, but right behind him. Coward. <laughs> okay, so the demons look up at you as you walk up to them, Oyster, and they both just sort of stare at you. I just sort of stare at them, and then I say, "All right." Now that that's over with, 
What with all the blood? They glance at each other, and one of them says, uh, It is blood. Just blood. Blood is not strange. Sort of depends on location a bit, though. Because on certain contexts, it is. Like, if you're doing, you know, surgery or something, not so strange. If you're, like, trying to walk home, then it's slightly more odd. And if it's not strange, why do you look worried? I don't know he looks worried. Yeah, you don't really know he looks worried unless Baxter told you. Yeah, you look worried. (laughs) (laughs) We are not worried. We like blood. Blood is good. We are glad to have this much blood. Go about your business, humans. This does not concern you. It's in my way, though. There is a dry path to the west, the demon points. Uh, well, that wasn't very helpful. I guess we should just march around it. Oh, man. God, we're so boring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're going to do? You're just going to keep going? Yeah, I guess so. You're welcome to. Sure. All right. Uh, so the demons are kind of staring trills into your back as you as you walk away, but uh Sounds painful. Uh, but yeah, so you go around the west. Parts dry. And in short order you finish your journey to Oyster's apartment. Mm-hmm. Now I get to ask like something like what horrible things are going on at my apartment. Something along those lines. Uh what's the actual question? And world moves, isn't it? Uh, all right. What is happening downstairs? What was happening last time downstairs? I have no fucking I, clue now. I that... know. Was I'm, it the smelly? I'm asking me as much as you. The smelly. Uh... Isn't it the plasmic ritual with the nose yeah. or something? But like, where did? What were they doing at the end of that? Cats. I don't have any idea. Cats. They were doing cats. cats. Were they teleporting cats? Teleport. I may have made up that part. That sounds I good, Joe. I don't remember okay. anything about that, but... If only we had some sort of recorded <laughs> way of checking these things. Well, that would be handy. Dude, we should make a podcast. Dude, we should make a podcast. Not Popcorn make a podcast. sounds. There were popcorn sounds. Were they making popcorn? Oyster also has a rubber ducky. Oh, that was your thing that you described. That's right. Oh, I totally forgot. Okay, sure. Yep, that's right. Probably have <laughs> And then you took the horseshoe to Fi's Pies. That's entirely possible. They don't sell pies. Okay, so when you get there, you see a very unsettling vision, which is that the entire... That would be kind of unsettling, wouldn't it? But That is actually true, but in a more direct way than you might suppose. Because what is happening is there is nothing underneath your apartment. There's the stairs that go up to your apartment, and the whole upper floor where your apartment is is still there. And underneath the apartment, there's just a big empty space. And, you know, you can see the next street over. It's not really totally clear what's keeping the second floor up. Because the staircase sure isn't strong enough, and that's the only thing that's touching both it and the ground. But uh, I go feel around and see if it's just, like, invisible. Looks yeah, like the you, don't, solved. Uh, you don't feel anything under there. It's just By the coolest house. Yeah, I want to throw a rock in there. Yeah, the rock just, like, bounces around. Like, there's nothing there. I turn to Oyster and I say, uh, is this the reason you wanted me to come over? <laughs> no, I have things for you. Right? 
to give him his yeah, pot. Yeah, you do. It's a thing. Something's computer lamps. They're lamps. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, yes, I guess I'll collect those uh, those lamps. Okay. So you guys go upstairs into the apartment then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Carefully walking up. I don't want to collapse. <laughs> but that's fair. You go up, you go in, you're in the apartment. Yep. Kind of a mess. But I, mean, I cleaned it last time, I remember. Oh, did you? Has okay. the window well, been fixed? Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I did say it's kind of a mess and not a total mess, so yeah, you must Oh, have yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, I give... Baxter his lamps. Baxter, you have the lamps. Hook them under my outer coat. Baxter, you're wearing the coat of many lamps. Uh, What time of day is it? That is a really good question. I think it's been day for like three days in a row now, so maybe it's starting to get late towards night? I don't know. You have an arena match you're supposed to go to this evening, so maybe it is... Approaching this evening. I say to Oyster, thanks for the lamps, chap. I uh, can't really compensate you monetarily, but I could give you some tickets to the fight tonight if you're interested. Bullshit. Uh... <laughs> I spent my last copper on this coat. <laughs> you are, I already got a debt right out of this. That's why I stole the lamps. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't really get a debt. You used a debt. Yeah. But you oh, got whatever God. that gave you. I said, okay, fu- fu- yeah, which is nothing. Uh, Probably a card. You got to draw. Did you get to draw a card, or did you have to invite, or did you not have to invite trouble? I think I did not invite trouble. Maybe draw a card. Not up. Well, go. When was that? When was that? Like last year? In like I June? Mean, a lot of things were last year. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it was like, like. Months it was, ago, uh, it was December thirteenth, according to my no. Notes. Oh my god! No, that's only like a month ago. That can't be. It was like a lot longer than that. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, I'll take like your tickets. Per- I can resell them. <laughs> yeah, those good? are those are box seats. They're oh, nice. in that case, I'll definitely. Yeah, great. Yeah. Are you going to win? Should I bet on you, or should I bet on the other guy? Wait, what are these lamps like again? Jeez, I don't remember. Um, are, is there any glass on them? Is there any glass on them? Sure. Okay. Uh, then I expect, yeah, I think I can win this one. It's going to be tough. This is my, my most dangerous fight ever. So I'll bet, I'll bet someone each. Balance out. Yeah, hedges are always... You need magnifique. those lamps for the ritual, don't you? Isn't that why you wanted them? Yeah, but if I can break some glass and cause sin or virtue to walk on it, then I'd be happy. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but no, yeah, thank thank you again, Mr. Python. Yep, anytime um, I happen to come across some two-year lambs in bizarre circumstances, I'll let you know. I think I'm glad you were compelled to take them. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. And if you see Cody, tell him... Yeah, what happened to Cody? I still don't have his money <laughs> <Yeah>. because St. <laughs> Pablo owes me. <laughs> well, he has your locket, doesn't he? Yeah, he still has that. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Yeah, so anyways, what do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to make my way to the arena. All right, and Oyster? Uh, well, I got these sweet tickets. Is there, like, free food and drink in the boxes? Uh, there might be. Free food and I'll drink. Br- I'll bring a bottle of wine just in case. 
Sure. They probably have Baxter. If you gave him like the good tickets, they probably have like snacks and drinks. Oh yeah, like a bowl of fruit. It's more like that's more reasonable. A bowl of fruit. Not like not like open bar. I'll bring two bottles of wine. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna switch to sick now. I have one question before I get killed by this mysterious creature, and that is. Where's, like, the wind coming from down here? You mean the wind? Yeah. <laughs> you know how there's, like, air rushing through the tunnels? Is there air down here that's, like, rushing that from somewhere? That is a really good question. I like that question. That is the is it rushing question. from me? Am I the source of the wind? No. Oh. I'm going to say, actually, that the air is really still down here. Um, what? little bit no. stuck. You can hear the sound of rushing fluids. Is that the plasma noise? What is it called? It's just plasm. Oh, yeah. plasm. Yeah. Um, Who goes okay. there? I say. Hello. Name thyself. So the being steps forward towards you. And what you see is that it is a demon. But this demon looks rough. Like skin is kind of not that rough. Uh, Demons, I don't think demons really have beards. But you sort of get the impression that if this demon had a beard, it would be kind of long and shaggy and unkempt. Mm. They're they're not really they're standing kind of squat with their legs splayed out and they're sort of doing weird things with their arms. I say sort of greetings, demon. Gestures in their head like keeps twitching to one side. I am Sitko Factum, Alderman of the Documented District, and wait, wait, general. Oh, there's a light, which light? is a torchlight, which is what you saw before. And the light is just hanging there in midair over the demon's shoulder. It looks like torchlight from a Link Boy torch. Is what you originally thought when you saw it. It's just floating? It's floating. Wait, I'm looking for something very important. My notes. I should really record these. Okay, I guess I'll have to ask him about that. What was I calling the wind? The wind, like, I don't know. Confused. Anyway. I say, greetings, demon. I'm Sitko Factum, alderman of the Documented District, and head confusionaire of the wind. What business have you here in the deeps? The demon says, hello, hello, hello. Hello, greetings, hello. demon. I'm Sitko Faction, Alderman is a document. <laughs> I'm head confusionaire of the wind. Uh, hello. Speak hello. English? Hello, may I? Hello. I'll wait patiently. Hello. May I? Hello. Yes? You may. May I? May I have? Hello? May I? He he gets 
a little closer to you. No! Step no closer, demon! I say, backing up slightly. I'm like You're really machine. Real. <laughs> Your back is to the canyon, by the way, if you'd forgotten that particular detail. Well, I've arranged it so that I've, I'm tangential to the canyon. Okay. The demon stops, but their left arm is still just like reaching out towards you and sort of grasping in the air. Says, hello, may I have your, hello, may, may I have your humors? Hello, Um, humors? Be patient. Humors are on the way. Hello? Udis, (laughs) can you, I flick Udis to life. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, Udis was just watching from your pocket. He looks... Can you read Udis' expressions? If he's no. Established? <laughs> I guess okay. he nods sometimes. He's staring at this other demon. Why can it, How can he make a torch just float around like that? You don't see an actual physical torch. You just see... Do I still have my crossbow? Light. Yes. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Pretty sure you don't. Because uh, didn't you give it to? I'm sure if I jump off. You have that um thing still. I definitely it's have the artifact you found. Yeah, I was gonna use that, but the problem is it won't make my big wheel invisible. Unless maybe it will. I don't know. Okay, demon. Hello. As a representative of humankind, I uh assert my right to an emissary. I've chosen this small demon, whose name is Udis, to be my emissary. I've entrusted my small demon, whose name is Udis, and henceforth shall be called emissary, with a note that explains conditions of our uh, future relationship. And then I will... Looks attentive. ...like to take a piece of paper and write on it, the conditions of our relationship. Okay. Which are what? Um, one. All sentences will begin with the speaker's first name. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. All humors external to bodies will be divided evenly between two parties. All plasm. I don't know. So you're just sitting there writing this for a little bit. Yeah. I will say that it contains ten items, the first two I've said, and I want to be able to add more at a later date. That's fine. I'll write, yeah, yeah. And then I want to have two lines to sign it, and then a very small third line for witness. And under that, I'll write emissary. And then I will entrust this document to Udis to bring over to the demon. He probably has no idea he's going to eat my document. Okay. I kind of feel like sitting here in the dark next to this giant canyon on a big wheel in the dark depths beneath the city with an evidently hungry and disheveled-looking demon standing in front of you with a mysterious glowing torch over his shoulder while a possibly cannibalistic, strange old man 
with glowing eyes is approaching from a distance with a bucket counts as inviting trouble. Wait, and a really long rope attached to the bucket. Oh, is he bringing that too? Okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that would be kind of necessary, wouldn't it? Always gotta have a rope. And no, it's not inviting And the trouble. ghost of your dead friend floats. Your dead twin brother, in fact, floats in the darkness somewhere in the vicinity. Seance, so do I really seance. invite trouble? Maybe I am trouble. I, I don't know. What do the rest of you guys think? Is he inviting trouble to take the time to write this note in these conditions? Like, how much attention are you paying to the note? If somebody like, snuck up on you or something. Documents. Yeah. Sounds totally like he's inviting trouble. Okay. Fine. I will drop us this card green. Oh, my God. Drop us this card on... I'm going to be sated. But I have... Or Orgone. Yep. Don't we all? We do. Yes. So everything goes fine. Shower every day. Um. Okay. Fair enough. Great. The depths are wonderful places. Except they're actually called the deeps. I'll make a note of that on the paper. <laughs> Our agreement only, only uh, relates to the deeps and the Faldo tunnels. So above ground and Magbrigand, it's no longer valid. Okay, so you write all that, and then you give it to Udis. Yeah. And Udis. Okay, one note was is that at all times, we must be separated by 10 feet. Which is farther apart than you are right now. He's actually standing, like, three feet away. Okay, well, we'll see how well he sticks to the agreement when he signs it. Probably not the distance you're comfortable with the demon being. I don't know. But I'm engrossed in writing this document. Okay. Uh, yeah. You give it to Udis at the end. He's just sort of standing there in the darkness, sort of clawing in your general direction with his left arm and occasionally saying, Hello? I have a feeling his name's going to be Hello. And Udis looks up at you, Anyang. takes the document, looks up at you, and looks over at the demon and sort of... Uh, Slowly climbs out of your pocket, down onto the ground, scampers across the gravelly ground, and over to the demon, holds up the paper, and the demon says, Hello! And Udis, like, waves the paper up at him. He says, Hello? And he looks down at the paper, and he reaches out and he grabs it. And as soon as he takes it from Udis, Udis, like, runs bolts just right back to you and jumps right back in your pocket. Oh, I'll pat him on the head. Anyway, so the demon is standing there and he's holding the paper. He says, Hello? May I? He's not really reading it. Just holding it? Just holding it. God damn it. I'll take another piece of paper out. I'll hold it up. Okay. And I'll sort of like look at him and then Hold it up again. See if he'll, like, imitate me. Okay. Yeah, he does. He holds it up. Okay, then I'll hold it, put it on, and I'll put it, like, on my, uh, I don't know on what. On something. <laughs> I don't have a lap. How was I even writing this? I assumed That's I was writing question. on a lap. I might also point out to you that the demons can't read. Because well, they don't really see. Fine, I just such. need to sign it. Okay. How are you going to get her to do that? 
the following method. Can I have something? Sure, but what? One of the documenter desks of things. So it's like I can picture in my head. Hangs around. Yeah, it's back like a writing desk that hangs you. down. Sure. I feel that like because I brought that backpack full of kit to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So it seems like maybe something. That like seems like well. the sort of thing you might have, but. Especially because we're going. You don't definitely have it after falling down into the pit and everything. It seems quite possible you don't have it too. So, yeah, go ahead and have something. That seems quite quite reasonable. Oh no! Should I waste? Should I have this? Why not? I'll go down to waning on yellow bile so I can have this writing desk. Okay. My humors are not doing very well now. But that's fine. So on this writing desk, I will lay out very smoothly my blank piece of paper. Okay. Does he lay out his smoothly somewhere? He's just sort of holding it. And he sort of, he looks at you. Yeah, okay, actually, yeah, why not? Um, he, he imitates you. He spreads it out. He doesn't have a desk, but... On the ground or something? Yeah, sure. And he looks Great. up says, may I? Soon. Soon. Does he have anything, or is he just, like, completely demon naked? He is demon naked. Okay. Well, I'll just be cool about this. I will very slowly, step-by-step, fold a paper airplane and hope he imitates me. Well, making sure he imitates me, I guess. You want him to sign this, and you're folding a paper airplane. Uh, my plan is that he's going to sign it by putting the effort in. Like, there are powers beyond humans and demons, hence the plasm. Or maybe that is demon, I don't know. But the point is, that's above all of us, and somehow watching all of us. And it knows intention. And it will interpret his folding of the paper airplane to be intention if it, you know, receives this document. So that's the plan. It's He's going to fold it into a paper airplane and then throw it into the plasm, and the plasm will interpret this as a binding agreement. Interesting. I also might have gone crazy. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see where this goes. Um, so yeah, he 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 keeps on keeps on folding it till he has a paper airplane. Great. Then I'll hold it, aimed toward the plasm, and sort of give it a few little test pumps, ready to let fly, see if he imitates. Okay, yeah, he imitates that. All right. Then I let go and shoot my paper airplane off into the plasm. Okay, and he holds his hand up, draws back, and he says, may I have your humors? Hello? I will say sick no. He lets his arm fall down, still holding the paper. It hangs limply at his side. He says, no? No, no humors. May I have your humors? No, you have to use your first name. Oh, I mean, sick. You have to use your first <laughs> name. 
Hello? May I have... Hello? Sick is your name? Hello? He just stares at you mutely. <sighs> okay. I'm going to go through the whole process again with a new blank piece of paper. <laughs> this time he's not really... I mean, the one he's holding is still folded into a paper point. He's just holding it. Yeah. He's not really doing anything so I'll, with it. I'll fold another one. He watches you, but he doesn't do anything this time. Should I give him all my humors? I mean, I get... Yeah, sure. I think that's fine. I mean, if you give him literally all of your humors, that probably kills you. Wait, he, I... Like, he can own them all, but... Like, yeah. That's totally fine. Okay. So n- now that I have a new piece of paper, I will say, sick. Okay, now... Are you ready to sign? And pump again as if to throw it off. Where are the documenters when you need them? Yeah, the whole district probably has gone completely nuts because the economy has exploded since it's all based on my standard of documentation and no one has any idea where I am. Probably riots in the streets, looting. (laughs) So you're just doing it again? You're just like miming, throwing it into the... Yeah, but this time when he says... He gets ready to throw it and says, well, okay. give me your humors. I'll say, sick, yes, and then throw the paper airplane. Okay. Um, so he does that, and you do that, and that means you are offering payment to a demon. The move for that technically says you're supposed to go into the embassy, but we'll make an exception in this case. Wait, does he throw his thing? Um, That's what you're haggling over, is it not? You're offering... Yeah, I see. to him in exchange for him to throw it. I see. That seems like a fair interpretation. Where is this? Um, world moves. You go into the embassy and offer payment to a demon, even though you're not really in the embassy. And when you haggle over your prices and peripheral moves. Instead of the usual list, the demon can choose. But I don't choose anything special. Uh, you make the haggle over price move as usual. Yeah. Choose to discard a single card. No. If you discard, you have to choose. Take your offer or end the deal. Oh, they have to choose. Sorry. So what exactly are you offering? I'm offering all of my humors. Okay. In exchange for the plasm mediating our agreement. Uh, I do wish to make it perfectly clear that if this demon takes all of your humors, that will probably kill you. Just but he so can't you know what you're if doing. he adheres to the agreement. Okay. Unless he has like a ten foot tube, which <laughs> I wouldn't put past him. But fair enough, I guess. Maybe it's kind of a gamble. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> the question. So I don't really know. Have a sense of like if I should discard or not. I will discard a card, meaning that they have to take it or leave it. Yeah, that's what that means. Does that make any sense? If he doesn't take it, then that means he has to leave it like completely, like he'll just go away or something. Like that's it. Kind of don't want. He doesn't. To take he it, doesn't though. get to like not take it and then. Yeah, I'm discarding a card. Okay. I didn't draw, did I? Or uh, I mean, no. I'm not supposed to draw. You're not supposed to draw. Just discard. Great. That's so I'm down to two cost. It's fun. Who knows? There's more cards. Than you. I don't know. I'm constantly throwing them away. Uh, yeah, so take it or leave it, foul demon. 
Okay. So they don't say that. I say sick. Hello. Sick. <laughs> take it or deem it. <laughs> take it or deem it. Uh, sick. Take it or leave it. Hello. Demon nods, and then moves to throw it, and then stops, and unfolds it, and reaches over and grabs your pen, and signs it at the bottom, oh. and then folds it back up again, and then throws it. Dang. Wait, can demons write? The plasm! Apparently. Apparently this well, demon great. is written. I don't know, you didn't really get a good glimpse of what the demon wrote, but... Yeah. I mean, I am going to think it that he wrote hello on it. I don't know. Does he then step so that he's ten feet away? Because <laughs> if not, I will roll backwards. Until <laughs> he's ten feet away. Into the pit. <laughs> um, yeah, he steps back, actually. Sick. Hello, do you see... Do you hear anything one approaching. Demon nods. Oh. I kind of don't know what to, what I'm... I don't know how I'm going to survive. I'll call out, Who goes there? Very loudly. Van, you hear this voice calling out. And it is a familiar voice from your position behind Nemo, who you were following. He says he floats towards it quickly. Nemo, Nemo, meanwhile, says... Uh, Wait, Nemo arrived? Yeah. Okay, missed That's that. who's coming towards you. Well, we didn't know that until just now, but... Oh. But Nemo says, uh, it's only me. Oh, hey, Nemo. This is my friend, hello. Sick hello, introduce yourself to Nemo. This is Nemo. The demon looks at Nemo and nods. Oh, I say sick, sick. Hello, Nemo and I were just about to harvest some plasm. Um, if you'd like to stick around and help us, uh, we would be much obliged. Uh, the demon nods again. All right, Nemo, you hold on to this end of the, the rope there, and then I'll throw this bucket down there, and we'll see if we can pull up some of this plasm. What do you think? It says, uh. Mm. Yes, that should work. Does he look like he ate something when he was while he was gone? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stomach a little distended. Okay. Well. No. I mean, my. I guess the only plan that I have is that they both want to eat me, and hopefully that will prevent Caesar <laughs> from eating me. <laughs> so let's. I will throw. It's important to have a plan. Okay, I will throw the bucket over if he's holding on end of the rope. Okay, he is, yeah. Cast it out there. Doesn't make any sound. It's far down there, right? I don't even know. It's pretty far, yeah. It's like as far again as it was back up to the hole, so. Yeah. It like falls down, 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 down into the canyon. It lands in the plasma. Cool. Let's pull just it back splash. up. Splash. Oh, I'll pimple, I guess. Or maybe I'll just pull. That seems dangerous. Okay. I'm on a wheeled thing, though. Van, are you doing any anything in particular while this is happening? He said he was coming toward us quickly. He's there now. He's with you. Oh. It's invisible, but watching, he says. Is there a basic move involved here in throwing this bucket anyway? I don't think there is, no. Not really. Uh, okay, so yeah, so you, you managed to pull up 
bucket of, of plasm. So it's fizzing slightly. Does it smell like anything? Does it smell like blue raspberry? Nice. I'll uh, take out a spoon <laughs> and take a spoonful and hold it up to Udis so he can you, have some. You have the spoon? <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah. I thought I was going to get away with that. I will construct a paper spoon out of paper by just folding it. <laughs> and then It doesn't have to be like a complicated okay. spoon. Just like a crack, like a wedge, and then pick up some plasm. Is it? What's the consistency of it? Like water, or is it like really viscous? It's kind of runny. Like an egg yolk? Um, thinner than an egg, egg yolk. It's a little bit thicker than water, but not by much. Okay. So yeah, I'll I'll like give this paper spoon to Udis. If he wants, he can get more with it. If I don't know what he's gonna do. Okay. He eats and eats a lot of plasm. And while he's he eating, eats, okay. I just want to look at Hello and see if he's eyeing the plasm or if he's just sort of chilling. Um, or can I not read him? Oh, God damn it. Why did I say read? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell what he's looking at, at the very least. Yeah. No, he's not really paying attention to it. God dang it. But Udis is paying a lot of attention to it. And as Udis eats it, it seems like he's starting to grow a little bit. This is my plan. Partake, young Udis, I say. Take your fill. Young old Udis. <laughs> yeah. So Udis eats for a while, but then he starts to look kind of bloated and he puts the spoon down and stops. I'll pat him on the head. How much? He burps. Did he eat? Do humans burp? Let's say half the bucket. Oh, that's a lot. And he's grown, but not a ton. He's still small enough to fit in your pocket. Whoa. He's going to need a lot. Or he'll just grow, I don't know, after the fact. Nemo, is this known? Do baby demons grow by eating plasm? Is that what that is, a baby demon? Fascinating. I don't know if it is or it isn't really. I'm not sure. But you mentioned to me, Nemo, that you could use the plasm to bring my life back. Yes. How do you think we could go about doing that? Well, she says, um, come back to my hut and we'll see if I can't come up with a good ritual. Okay, let's fill up the bucket before we go back, though. Okay. And I will explain to Nima that Hello and I are bound now by an extremely enigmatic contract and if he'd be, like, if, if, I'm sorry for being, like, being a bother, but do you think it would be okay if Hello came with us? Numa looks over at the demon and, and gets kind of a distasteful look on his face. Who's that feral demon that's been wandering around out here for a while now? I, it's not a very tasteful creature, is it? Some things that appeal that are very unappealing end up having becoming savory after uh you know after being treated the right way, like the puffer fish or 
I don't know. Kimchi. He says, uh, well, if you insist, but I don't want it in my house. It's going to have to stay outside. Thanks, Nemo. I'll take good care of it. You're the best, Nemo. Why? When you said feral demon, like, do you know what happened to this guy? Uh, or did they just do that? He showed up some point a while ago. I don't. It's not I've really never any of my business. I've never seen so completely, I don't know, weird. Yes, it's uh, it's not, not very often that they manage to uh, get themselves exiled like that. I, oh. I don't know. There may be one or two others around out here. I don't, uh, don't exactly go out of my way to interact with them. I mean, I think what we need we need to give him some humors. Well, he's probably very hungry. Could he suck on my legs? Or did you drain them already? No, no, that's no good. There won't be any good humors in your legs. How, how do you get humors down here? He says, well, why would I need to get humors? I don't know. That's like to maintain your balance and be a healthy being. Says, well, well, I do well enough. I do well enough. You sure do, Nemo. You're pretty awesome. Let's go. And do you do Let's... anything in particular other than just hover near them and watch? Watching, waiting. Okay. Please save me if I'm going to get killed. What What is necessary to bring a ghost back? I don't remember. Is it written somewhere? There is a ritual to attach a soul to a body that ghosts know. And they know it. Do we know anything about what it involves? I mean, I guess the ghost knows. No clue. Only the ghost knows. He can tell you, but he has to spend black pile. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll just follow the people with light and make sure that hello comes. People with light are the demon. The light is following the demon. And the demon is following you. Okay, I will not follow the person with the light. That seems like a mess. The other guy was blind. Was he clicking? Oh, yeah, he was clicking, and I was following his click. Oh, well, he was pinging, as I recall. Pinging. Yeah, sorry. So I guess we'll use the same method. Nemo, ping away. Okay. Bam, all of a sudden, these strange people start pinging. <laughs> Take a closer look at the lights. Uh, the light, there is a torchlight hanging over the shoulder of the demon. But actually, you don't see a torchlight. You see ghost of a young boy. What's the link boy? The ghost is holding That's a awesome. torch. He says, hi. That was me reading Colin's text Oh, I thought loud. the ghost said hi to Colin. No, but now this is me saying what happens next. He says, hi. <laughs> Dan says, how can you hold a light? The link boy says... I don't know. It's my life. Where am I? What happened? So confused. Dan says, can I see that? So you're trying to, like, take torch from him? Yeah, I think so. He says, I point to the light. Oh, boy. Sort of glances at it and looks back over to you and then sort of holds out his arm, but he doesn't really seem like he's able to let go of it. And then he pulls it back towards himself. Does Udus grow at all on the way back? Or does uh, no, it seems like he's done growing for the time being. Ian says, you are dead, but no, all the way. 
not all the way. Building voices. Dead? Am I really dead? Wait, he doesn't remember? Or that poor guy. I basically killed him. Well, I mean, I did. More or less. Like, not I, directly. I, I basically killed Man lots of says, people. Man <laughs> says, you are now a guardian. Like me. Oh. It's nice. Guardian? I don't understand. We protect humans who need us. Voices. Oh. Okay. But why is he protecting a demon? Maybe demons are humans. Says sick and points. It's a great hope for humanity. Wow, sick. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about you. I didn't even know that. I think because I'm going to kill the demons and free humans. But I also kind of went crazy and lost my legs. I don't know how much Ben knows about that part of the situation. Ben can clearly see you've lost your legs. So Ben says we must make sure he survives. Good work, Ben. We're going to get out of this. Wait, so you could, but you could tell the Link Boy something, and then the Link Boy could like wave the light in a, if he waved it in like a recognizable way. You could like teach me to communicate with you through the Link Boy without expending any human. The Link Boy is the connection. He links us. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes. I'm so glad I killed that Link Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that turned out pretty good. Uh, I guess you're right. Killed an innocent young boy, but it all worked out for the best. Well, it hasn't it really worked out for the best yet. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Man uh, tells the Link Boy to write hello with his lantern. It's a torch, not a lantern. It's a torch, not a lantern. <laughs> wow, relax now. But does he do that? Man says he covers the lantern. You are invisible, so that does not accomplish anything. But the sec you do see, the light that is hovering over the demon's shoulder starts to sort of wave itself around in the air. Huh. There's no clear pattern. Wait, does it look like the that hello no. notices? Okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just saying, does it look like hello? Oh, no. <laughs> um... Good grief. The demon does not really note it. I mean, it doesn't seem like he like, like freak is him out ignorant of it, but he's not really paying attention to it. Okay. It's weird, but like, maybe he's doing it. I don't know. I'll keep an eye on it. I, I mean, like, I guess I noticed that because the light was waving behind me, so I turned around and saw it. We're not at the hovel yet, are we? And you're on your way at the moment. But. Okay, then I, I'll just keep walk, like riding we'll along. Stop here anyway, so okay. before you get there. I mean, I guess I'll keep riding along, but I'll be able to look at the light coming from behind, like the shadows on the ground, and just see like if it stays wild or not. And unless you tell him to like keep waving it or something, he's not going to keep waving it. He's just going to go back to what he was doing. Ben says we should stay close to sick. If he's down to hello, that will be kind of difficult. He agrees. And sick, actually, you notice the light sort of starts to move over towards you from the demon. Starts hovering near you. I'll look back. Sick, hello. How did you make that light come over to me? Demon looks over at you and just sort of stares at you. 
shakes his head. Is it uh, sick? Is it not your light? He just stares at you. Huh. I'll reach up and can I gr- grab the torch? Yeah, your hand just goes through it. What? What? Not really a torch that you see. There's just a light floating in the air. Oh. As if from a torch. I see. Oh, yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. Sort of a flickery firelight of approximate magnitude. But I can just wave my hand through it and it doesn't feel any warmth or anything. Exactly. There's maybe like a little bit of warmth, but not. There's like the suggestion of warmth, or maybe it's only your imagination. I'll keep my eye on it, but I clearly have no control over it. <laughs> I guess that's not true. <laughs> I mean, light, I say. Move in front of me. It does not respond. Depending on what Ian says, we must serve. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little hesitant, but he moves in front of Sick. What? I have control over this light. <laughs> uh, do you know who I am? I asked the light. If you do, move to your right. And says it is an honor to be chosen to serve. I wish I could hear ghosts. And we should move right. <laughs> he looks kind of confused and uncertain and he doesn't go anywhere. Ben says, I know who he is. Only boy says, uh, I don't I don't understand. And hmm. says, I know it's very confusing. It can be a big of a shock to be chosen. <laughs> Bit of a shock. I'll say, if you can hear me, I guess you don't know me, but if you can hear me, go to your left. Van gestures left. The boy says, what? He looks over where you're gesturing. I I don't understand. This is all very confusing. Uh, What am I supposed to do? I've never been a a guardian. I've never guarded anyone. I, I don't. And says, shh, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Poor guy. I am here to guide you. Oh, okay. Let's start by showing sick we are here. Step to the left will suffice. 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 Meanwhile, while they're having this discussion, sick, uh, the light's not moving. It's just hanging there. Yeah. I'm going to interpret that as a not understanding me. And just Six. keep pedaling along. Or uh, the link boy says, um, to the left, I, I'm not not sure. Oh, I don't know. Everything's so confusing. I Teach the link boy the little L. Uh, Hold up your hand. You move slightly upward. Do I notice that? Uh, yeah, probably. But you, this is like you've already started pedaling along yeah. again. The link boy looks down and says, oh, he's moving. I should follow him, right? And says, yeah. He says, okay, okay. And he starts following Sick. Is hello pinging, by the way? Yeah. Hello pings? No, sorry. Nemo is pinging. (laughs) Darn. Ben says, I comfort him as we walk. Ben's a good guardian, guardian. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should all die and come join us. <laughs> I mean, Baxter is about to be in a fight to the death. <coughs> oh, yeah. Dan says, and tell him more about our job. 
Okay, so the the lot of you continue on through the darkness, Nemo in front pinging and sick with no legs on his big wheel, bobbing along next to his shoulder, the Link Boy's ghost, and behind that, Band's ghost, and then bringing up the rear 100 feet in the back is the demon. 10 feet. Oh, is it only 10 feet? Yeah, 100 is really That makes more sense. Yeah, it is. Uh, 10 feet in the back, uh, the demon bringing up the rear. And that is where we will stop, I think. 